Hello everyone, and welcome to the Secret of Mana RPG Cast Season 2 Preview Review. With me today I have uh, all of the stars of the Secret of Mana RPG Cast, James Valor Pelster, Anna Harper Brunarski, and Joseph Sprite Martin. Everyone? Hello. Hi. Yes, Hi. Actually, I shouldn't have said your names. I should have asked you if you remember who you are. I remember I died twice. <laughs> I forgot oh. again. Well, I mean, oh, Sprite did amnesia. lose his memory. Yeah. <laughs> what a good recap. <laughs> For those of you who are listening to these, uh, maybe you're catching up, maybe the series is already done in the future when you're listening to this, uh, there was... How long has it been? When was the last time we recorded an actual it's episode? It's been about. Let me look. It's been it's about been half a seven year. Seven months. A little bit less, or maybe more. I don't know. It was around because uh, we did the last hacks and slash, which is what sort of re- replaced this time slot in uh, June. Was the first oh, of yeah. the new hacks and slashes. Yeah. So last episode was episode fifteen. In May. Or, mm-hmm. I think it so was. It's been about five, six months. Yeah. So it, it's been a while for us. Uh, so we're doing not like a refresher episode or a, a beach. We're doing a clip show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, show. exactly. So yes, uh, yeah, it's not a, a hot springs episode or anything, but yeah, Aww. we're having a clip show. Beach episode. Um, we're we're having uh, the the secret of mana RPG cast RPG cast. Is that, is that how that works? I guess. I don't, I don't know if yes. that's how that works. For the people who get the reference. Yes, I will take I will take credit for this. I pitched this idea to Jetty when we were thinking about bringing this back up. Uh, if you listen to The Adventure Zone, um, they do a thing called Be The Adventure Zone Zone where they do this sort of Q&A recap sort of thing. It's, and that's what this is. This is going to be like we asked uh, for we questions. We stole from the McElroys. We'll get to that when we get to our character descriptions. Uh, we asked for some questions from the fans, and we have a list of them, and we also brought our own questions and we're going to talk about them. And so you can understand the magic behind the mana. The mana behind the oh, magic. Yes. That was an Whoa. accidental, like, cool thing that I said out loud, which is yes. also how you could describe most of the podcasts. <laughs> the secret yeah. of the mana. Yes, exactly. The, man. the mana of the secret. Yes, exactly. So it's been a while. <laughs> it has. It's been a little bit, yeah. It's been, it's been um, uh, I just checked it. We recorded the last episode on uh, April 2nd. So it was, it's been, it's it's been, been quite a while. A bit. And I guess that's part of the thing. And this does touch on some things that people did mention um, in terms of the story being based on the game. Whereas um, <laughs> like the Final Fantasy RPG cast was a, uh, it was a significant departure from uh, the canon storyline, it was notably Are you abridged sure? and and modified. And the the Crystalis one as well, uh, you know, skipped basically the entire beginning and then kind of fast forwarded uh, through the story. Whereas uh, I perhaps made the mistake of trying to stick to the canon storyline a bit too much, and uh, it's taken significantly longer. Uh, there there are many more episodes in this one than the, the last couple. But at the same time, when we were originally sort of discussing your idea for this, we knew going into it that this was going to be like the longest one that we've ever done. And that was kind of the goal, I think, too. I think we wanted to try something a little bit more long form because additionally with the previous RPG casts, a lot of the time those were like maybe – one to three sessions that were then split up into several episodes yeah but i think we wanted to try this more like long form approach to it because it's been growing in popularity to a certain extent too um there's like definitely a market for it which we didn't necessarily know back when we first started doing the rpg cast it was just kind of like a fun idea but now that like actual play podcasts have like become a thing um we can do bigger scale projects like this because we know that there is an audience for it and that people are interested and willing to sit and experience like all of this as opposed to something more condensed like our original ventures. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, that that said, however, uh, I believe my original estimate was that it would be completed in like 12 episodes. 
<laughs> I don't think that was right. Uh, I don't know about don't that think, one. I think you gave yourself a little bit more time on that. I'd have to go back and, and listen to the estimates when we were talking about that. Um, I, I think I still have some of the original recordings. Because remember, we did, uh, you and I actually did two oh, pilot yeah, episodes. Right. Which one of them we the were still working on? first one was a complete <laughs> failure. <laughs> Whoa. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. No, um, you you guys didn't. Yeah. James did. James went through the whole first episode two times. Yep, because we were still testing out the systems and working out the kinks of everything and and figuring out the writing. And, uh, and honestly, that was really cool. I think but I do still actually have the original scrapped pilot. I don't remember uh, if I do still have it or not. Maybe somewhere... But yes, um, it has gone uh, through a bit of development as we've moved along. Uh, there have been some changes to the system uh, to take into account certain things uh, discovered by experience. Because mm-hmm. again, this is the first time we've done more of a long form version of this show. Mm-hmm. And so like certain things that like are fine, sort of more short term, like after a while when you're doing it for on the scale of years you get the chance to sort of address them instead of just like running with it for a couple sessions and then you're done so it doesn't really matter if you improve it anymore that said uh i was actually curious um going into it what expectations did you have for your character and how do you feel about them now like how has your character for you changed uh as the (laughs) The story has gone along. Well, for me, see, this part of the problem with playing Valor is he's the protagonist. And although he, for a JRPG protagonist, he is actually speak, which is, oh, yeah, which is uh, one thing. Say what? You mean this sword? Uh, but, I mean, for the most part, he really... He doesn't have a whole lot of personality other than, I'm the hero, I gotta do this, oh no, I've been kicked out of my village, oh, what's going on now? It's hard to know whether you should really try to come up with something entirely original when when you're given such a, effectively a blank slate. Because because that's how the game is. Is, Are you supposed to kind of insert yourself into the role, or... Is that just who the character is? Does he just not really do a whole lot except fight and <laughs> be the protagonist and and listen to what the other characters say? And uh, I think for the most part, I've, I've kind of tried to stick to kind of a middle road. Like, I try to do some, some interesting stuff with him, but yeah. I don't think I really give him too much of a, a personality, so to speak. Just more so, uh, hey, I'm going to kind of show that I still have some free will other than follow the plot. Yeah. Which is, uh, I think, kind of the kind of balance that you would have. I mean, if you were playing a video game, you can't exactly just go off on your own adventure. But, you know, you can you can go off somewhere you're not supposed to be, or at least try to, and, and do interesting things. And that's kind of what I tried to do with, uh, with Valor. Yeah, there is a, a bit of a balance between uh, the, the Valor and, and the, uh, the Sprite, and perhaps... And the Harper. <clears throat> Harper, I feel like, is in the middle. Yeah, Har- well, uh, Harper's kind of off to the side, and then it's just me and Sprite just occasionally just entirely combating with each other, which I don't honestly remember if that's ever really a thing that they do canonically, but... Uh, Anna, I guess, um, I guess in my mind, I always have this order of Valor, Harper, Sprite, so... Yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. So, Anna, um, Anna, do you want to talk about your so... character? The first recording we did, I was definitely a little tipsy, <laughs> which helped, which kind of helped me figure out uh, what I was going to do with Harper. And she's a lot louder than I expected her to be, and a lot more talkative than I expected her to be. And I'm so excited about that. Um, and I do it here too where i i don't say a lot sometimes but um i usually kind of just sit to the side and i won't say anything even if i have characters who are supposed to be very outgoing and very uh talkative i usually sit to the side because i don't want to step on anyone's toes but i feel like i'm doing a pretty good job with that with harper (laughs) and she's a lot of fun (laughs) if i'm honest i i I think both as a character and as like a, a player character 
you know, as someone you control and as someone you role play as, I really, I really kind of like Harper's dynamic. She's so much fun. I really like this sort of emergent storytelling of how, like, she sort of just cemented herself as this character who can just do anything. (laughs) Who is is the character that, like, both Valor and Sprite are like, yeah, Harper is the best at this. Harper should do this. And part of it comes from your characterization. Part of it comes from, I think, Dex is our most rolled stat. Yeah. Harper's best stat. So anytime something needs to happen, Dex is the best stat for it, and Harper is best at Dex. Because if I may be honest, wisdom doesn't come up very often, Jenny. I, I think my favorite thing, though, is the rapid development of, like, oh, Harper, like, she punches and stuff in the first thing, and, like, you know, there's kind of some physical things that happen, and then it just rapidly evolved <laughs> into uh, hashtag Harper has a six-pack. Um, <laughs> like, she's this super buff princess that's beating everyone up. Yeah. Um. The fact that, like, the opening scene is her kind of just telling off her dad and just being like, no, I'm going to go find my boyfriend <laughs> kind of helps with that, too. It's just like, all right, she knows what she's what she wants and she's going to go get it <laughs> right now. I think one of Harper's most common things is that she like will stuff will be happening and she's just leaves she's like I'm just going <laughs> to move on, which is really important for this show. Honestly, yeah, because it's definitely not what I do. Um, it's good character and it's also good for the narrative that Harper's just like I'm just gonna do the plot now guys (laughs) and that usually tends to be my role most of the time as well in most things so Joseph did you wanna talk about Sprite? I don't the biggest thing that I think has changed about Sprite I think at first I tried to do a voice. That was one of the things. I had a voice for Sprite that Did I you? basically lost. It was very I subtle. That. I was listening back to the first episode. I was like, oh, I was trying to do a voice there. It was kind of like this. I was kind of talking up in an upper oh, register yeah. a little bit. Um, uh, but I just dropped that. Was that only in the first um, episode? or It Did may have only that? been in the first episode. I hmm. think I tried to carry it for a little while, but... Um, it's basically dropped. Sprite really is just me, but short with pink hair. <laughs> like, there's, I wouldn't say that there's a very solid line between their portrayal and how I present myself on, like, all the other podcasts that we do. Yeah. Um, which was, I mean, it was basically the character concept from the beginning, is, is that sort of what I wanted to do. Because a lot of the time, actually, when I do, like, D&D type stuff, I end up being what Anna described Harper's role as and what we've sort of talked about is the person who tries to keep the story going along, tries to keep everyone on the same page, tries to keep everyone organized. And something that I was really excited with this was to be able to play a goofy character that's a little bit off of the rails. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when we were first pitching this, Anna and I were in a heated debate about who should play the Sprite. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. As in, I didn't want to play support. (laughs) Yes. It came down to like a coin flip. (laughs) Yeah, we did. uh, We each did a dice roll. And um, whoever got the higher roll, I believe, got to be Sprite. And so uh, Joe rolled higher. So uh, he got to be. <laughs> I forgot and about that. Weird. Which is fine. Some... It was mostly just because I've never played support yeah. before. But now I have to imagine the alternate timeline where that dice roll went the other way. <laughs> oh, what, was, no. what would that be like? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sure it would also have been good. But uh, yeah. part of the deal with that is that I promised Anna that I would give her first pick on the next a big show yep. and we've already been talking about yeah. that and I think it's worked out for the best in retrospect at least yeah um the only other thing that's changed significantly was um the, you can tell that there were a couple of running gags that I was really going ham on at the <laughs> beginning that have sort of fallen to the wayside now because they just could they weren't sustainable stairs um, i mean i think you didn't... still turn to the left usually yeah i reference it every once in a while but i was on it in the early episode <laughs> don't the forget the stairs was... don't forget the stairs the stairs yeah. the stairs was fine though cuz that kind of just came up um that one came i think to its own like nice end where we kind of let it run its course and we and we figured it out the other thing was is my complete turnaround on the boomerang at the beginning, I was but, um, like, it's the kaboomerang. Sh- yes, yes, yep. that was completely unintentional. But that's just me. But I was, at first, like, the thing was, oh, Sprite's going to be really into their 
kaboomerang and they're gonna love it and they're gonna talk about it all the time and it's just turned into this thing does nothing (laughs) which makes sense because i'm the magic user but it's just like every time like this thing is is nothing it's like too damn yeah 1d4 it does no damage so it's those are the biggest changes but i mean i don't think i've changed very much from the character concept i think it's been again it's basically just me um with like a couple different sources of like pulling inspiration that I kind of just pull from generally, not necessarily for Sprite in particular. Um, if we're ready to move on, I had a question that I wanted to pitch sort of going off of that. Um, okay. If you guys had any inspiration for the characters that you, that you sort of went from, Anna, you told me one story about our favorite meme with Harper that I would like to make public and share. Uh, the Harper has a six pack. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. oh yeah. Um, when when I said it for the first time during the podcast, I was referencing an SNL <laughs> oh, sketch. Really? Yeah, it was uh, undercover bosses, uh, Kylo Ren, <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's uh, Kylo Ren going undercover, and uh, he's talking to some of his employees and says i heard uh, kylo ren is ripped <laughs> he has a six pack and i said i said that very quietly like you can hear it in the podcast i do say it so like that's where that came from i definitely uh definitely stole that from an snl sketch but it's wow. true harper does have a six pack it is canon it's i remember canon. yeah i've seen the snl skit but uh, i did not make the connection yep <laughs> that's funny. that's what that is it's pretty good Definitely was not trying to hide that at all. I definitely thought some more people would pick up on it, but... (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Right over my head. So also, I was going to say, uh, do you guys have any uh, goals or aspirations for your characters? (laughs) I want to find dialogue. (laughs) Where he at now? I want to save the world. (laughs) Because, what was it? I think in the last episode... You almost got him, and then he was, like, yeah. teleported away or something. Yeah. And I also died twice. I want to not do that oh, yeah. again. Remember that time Jetty killed me twice? Because that's the only thing I've been thinking about for, like, seven months. <laughs> One of those was a plot point. It was a, a plot <laughs> death. You didn't actually die that time. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm super surprised that I was the first one to die, if I am honest. Hmm. <laughs> but, you know. It's fair. I, I mean, guess. I've gotten eaten twice, so you didn't die though. Is the thing? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I got friggin' eaten. You didn't die twice though, did you? No. <laughs> Your boyfriend didn't get like zapped away from you twice. <laughs> I was banished from my village. <laughs> yeah, yep. because of what you did. With I'm trying to choices. save the world. <laughs> no, you didn't. You grabbed your sword because some magic voice told you to. <laughs> I listened to episode one. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> I will say Sprite as a character is definitely kind of lost at this <laughs> point. Because Isn't he always? The, the Sprite village sort of, <laughs> um, oh, right? Yeah. Like we went oh, there yeah. and yeah. everybody was gone. And Sprite had this moment of thinking everyone was dead. <laughs> and... I'm not entirely sure it was ever explicitly cleared up that that was not the case in canon. Um, but in the sense that they are all gone. And I think Sprite as a character has been sort of coming to terms with that in the slow way that you come to terms with things when you're like busy with other important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't really like take the time to process it. But like Sprite is definitely in this situation where they don't really know what their next step is. And they're kind of going along with things for now because they've fallen into this group. And that's just sort of what they have to do now. And I'm curious to see how that will change Sprite's motivations going forward. Especially after our sewer adventure. Sprite is particularly... Because Harper pushed Sprite into the sewer... Sprite's still upset about that. Hi, <laughs> Joseph Martin. Sprite holds not, a grudge. <laughs> but Sprite Sprite honestly thought felt that as like a significant betrayal of Harper. Oh no. <laughs> Sprite thought that they Harper, and Harper was just were, having fun. Right. But I, I it's I, a gross again, situation. Right. And I, Joseph Martin, understand that. But yeah. I think Sprite 
again, it's, it'll be interesting to see how those dynamics um, come out. Because I think up until then, there's definitely been this energy of Sprite and Harper versus Valor. <laughs> yeah, now it's just... <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's absolutely the vibe I was getting. And now it's sort of changed a little bit. But it hasn't been that long. And I'm also not sure how Sprite's going to feel as we keep getting more and more into this like political side of the thing right where we're fighting the empire versus the empire mm. instead of just like collecting seeds and beating up people who want to keep the seeds from us yeah yeah um like i don't know if, how sprite feels about this whole like resistance thing and if things get too much we may see something happen with them i don't actually know what happens in the video game so this isn't based <laughs> off of anything like that but that's just sort of where sprite is i know i forgot politics was happening so did i <laughs> yeah he can There's, tell it's um, been a while. I was a bit preoccupied with being dead twice. I actually almost wish that we had had one more episode before taking the break, because one episode from now, things change a lot. Um, oh, no. Oh. It's the second, the second half of the game. Basically. I mean, and, you know, it's the second half of our uh, RPG cast. I, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but... Uh, there's some changes coming up. I might actually give you guys a, an actual beach episode or something. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> well, in part because um, discussing the RPG cast with the fans in uh, the Game Cola Discord, which uh, you listening at home can join uh, <laughs> if you visit our actual internet website, GameCola.net, or our Twitter, Game. Cola or GC.net. That's the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net. I've gotten really good at saying that. Can you tell? I, uh, we would give you the link uh, in audio form, but I don't think it works that way. Nope. Um, that might be you a can't, bit hard. You can't just play the audio back to your web browser and have it know what it means. Can you say, uh, hey Siri, take me to the Game Cola Discord? <laughs> Siri, give me Gabe Cola Discord. Not you, Siri. Not you, actual Siri. <laughs> I'm um, not sure I understand. See, Siri yeah, doesn't Jenny, you're understand. The only, you're the only one who can make that joke because you're the only one without an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, do we do we want to move uh, along then to uh, fan questions? Yeah, I comments? think that would be good. I can read this first one uh, from Axe Bro, formerly Axe Attorney, formerly many other names, including <laughs> the word Axe. Um, <laughs> part of the appeal of D&D is that it's unpredictable, but you guys are playing a game that has a relatively predetermined outcome. What happens if someone starts flubbing rolls? Like, what if a hero had to roll a strength check to pull a sword of mana and roll three ones in a row, or a boss proves too strong for the party. Jenny, would you like to answer this question? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, the game just ends. Uh, the world is destroyed. The hero never gets. Yeah, luckily, luckily for for the most part, um, we've managed to get around some of that. There have been a couple of times where something that i thought was straightforward um turned out to be more difficult uh whether it was due to a role or due to me just kind of expecting you guys uh to know you know generic rpg cliches or whatever like obviously this is what you guys are supposed to do and then um you end up getting more confused than i anticipated uh with my to me, very straightforward RPG puzzle or something. Even the best of DMs um, have that issue, I imagine. And, yeah, you guys walking around uh, for 15 minutes <laughs> looking at trees and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man, what would I do, though? Uh, and... We've had a couple times in certain combat encounters, while you're thinking, Jetty, uh, yeah. that I recall where, like, an enemy has been like one hit away from being defeated and it's and we've just been going around the initiative order like three times and oh. no one can hit the thing and you're just like can we just say that you roll the 15 and move on because nothing's happening yeah um, and it's really just to like basically wrap it up quickly because it's just kind of boring to listen to us miss 50 times yeah but there's not enough hp left on the enemy to <laughs> like justify using something that uses resources yeah. So there have been a couple times where we've done stuff like that. Because, I mean, if we really, like, kept missing something, we could, in theory, just use magic, assuming we had MP, because magic has no accuracy. It just guaranteed hits. So <laughs> that is a possibility. Yeah. 
but I also I would assume that all of the the missing sprees uh, get cut out. I would assume. Yeah, if it goes a full round and nobody hits anything, I just cut that whole five minute section out. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. <laughs> and there's also been a couple of times where um, things just kind of fell together, and you guys were missing, and the boss was uh, you know rolling some really heavy hits. I was like, um, this next uh, round uh, they jump away. Yeah. <laughs> or um you're, you're fighting three monsters and uh this one just decides to hang out for a bit <laughs> um it's like in uh in dragon quest some enemies just kind of do nothing oh, for a turn they just like play around or they, situation. they assess the situation yeah exactly they assess yeah. the situation yeah i think uh for the most part for things that really push the story forward i don't make you roll for it the things that i do make you roll for like uh, doing the whip across a jump or something are kind of uh, silly enough that you're not going to completely upset <laughs> the story. Not one. You fall to your death. Ah. <laughs> yeah. The end. <laughs> womp womp. Kind of along with that, Cam from the chat uh, asked about some of the more spontaneous and creative moments of the show, for which I, I wrote down notes about uh, trying to toss Gerald into the water. Because you guys were so nice. You were trying to save this poor baby tadpole creature, despite the fact that it was supposed to be the boss for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have any favorite spontaneous moments from the show? I mean, we were talking about it earlier before we started, but my favorite moment still is when we climbed over the water palace and swung in through the stained glass window. Yeah, and shattered the stained glass window. That was awesome. I liked all of Gerald's time with us. It wasn't long, but it made an impact. I uh, I didn't like it. Well, I that got sucks, eaten. doesn't it? It was no fun. Maybe if you'd made a real connection with them. I would have tried if I hadn't been eaten by him. Anyway, <laughs> um, I like stealing all of the witch's stuff. That was a lot. Yes, because that was my rogue coming out <laughs> in like the dumbest way possible. I did like, um, you know, now that I'm like re-editing the episodes to make the uh, the videos, which you can watch on uh, GC.net, our YouTube channel, there's a video format of the RPG cast now. Uh, for All you right. folks who are listening on iTunes, who only go on iTunes, uh, you can visit us on YouTube. So when we say things like, wow, would you look at that? That is very <laughs> interesting to look at. What a thing. Wowie. <laughs> Now you can see it. Now you can actually look at that. Soon you'll finally get to understand what I meant when I said, man, that guy really does look like Mario, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I was getting to remember about all the things that you stole and how not only did you steal them, but then they're in the basement of the water palace. Lucas still holding on to that stuff for me, like a true Because you were carrying a whole stack of books, weren't you? And like a skull with a candle. Books. A skull candle holder and a crystal ball. (laughs) That's right. Because that's my aesthetic now. Speaking of spontaneous creative moments. (laughs) James, what was your favorite spontaneous creative moment? I think when we were going up to, I think it was the fire palace or or some, like the, we we climbed up the wall instead of going down the middle of the canyon. And then we ended up running into the enemies of the that were supposed we were supposed to encounter just slightly earlier than we were supposed to. Yeah, because they were they're supposed to jump down from up above, and we were like, ah, aha! We'll we'll it's like we're going to be ambushed, so we'll climb up above. But then we <laughs> ran into the enemies. Yes, instead before of they avoiding, instead of avoiding the enemies, <laughs> we you, just found them yeah. earlier. Some of my favorite moments that are just random are sometimes when there's canon dialogue that doesn't match up to our reactions at all. Most notably, uh, Sprite asking if everyone is dead. (laughs) And the canon dialogue happening. Because that was both heartbreaking and also just like the funniest thing. Because didn't Grandpa respond like, yep, or something stupid? Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. The dialogue is a little interesting sometimes. Yeah, because I think it was like they were like, I think in the canon, Sprite said something along the lines of they're all hiding. But I said, are they dead? Because he was being evasive. And he said, yes. And I just needed a minute. (laughs) And again, you clarified what the canon dialogue was. But I don't know if we've ever actually, if Grandpa ever actually said, no, they're hiding. 
yeah. or is their canon dead? I don't actually know what's up with that. Like, are <laughs> they magic dead. ghosts? I don't know, and I don't, I don't necessarily want to know. That's not me asking you a question, Jetty. I just don't know what the the situation is. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. Gran- Grandpa is just yeah. Sorry, Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa says is just a non-canon liar. In canon, you said no. They must have escaped. But you asked, are they dead? And Grandpa replies, I suppose so. (laughs) (laughs) Canon dialogue, I think, has also changed over the course of the show, like the way we've handled it. Because I think at the beginning, we really just sort of read verbatim certain sections. Mm -hmm. And I think now we... There are certain moments where you'll pull it up if, like, maybe we're struggling to figure out what's going on or... Something really leads into... It's just interesting... Just that we, I think we take it with a little bit, at least I do, I take it more as like a suggestion yeah. than a than a rule. Though there was that one mm-hmm. time where I said, oh, I had a headache and I was like, ugh, my head. And then that was like the canon thing <laughs> that, that was the canon said line. in that scene. I do like when it weirdly it wraps back around and works in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I, this is a little bit off topic, but I really did like at the first episode how we all started out by all reading the uh, the opening text crawl. Oh, yeah. I did think that was really cool, along with mm-hmm. the music in the background. I thought that was really awesome. It looks really cool in the video too. Yeah. yeah. I had forgotten about it, and I was watching the video. I was like, "Whoa, this is yeah. neat." Yeah. It's like it was really <laughs> cool. I loved. I loved how it worked out. My favorite part is that even though I had. In the final podcast episode, the music and the words are all together, but they're not timed with the video. So I had to go back and take my original like podcast project in Audacity and take out just oh. the the speech part and reapply the music to it properly timed with the video. Oh. It came out very yes, nice, thank Jetty. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, this question seems very directed at Jetty, but okay. So Axe Bro or Axe Attorney or uh, whatever the heck he's called now uh, asked. He he asked us. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I'm glad you took it because I was going to do it if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't worry. I got you. Uh, he asked us. It's a disappointment, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um he he asked us how did we come up with the the system the the gameplay system and uh, how closely related is it to either Secret of Mana or Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, yeah, so I spent some time uh before we started um taking kind of the basics of Dungeons and Dragons and then overlaying Secret of Mana stuff on top of that. Um I've made some changes to it as we've played the game uh, to kind of balance it better. But um, I don't really have stat stats, but I do have the bonuses. So like you guys have uh, on your little player site that you go to uh, to play the game. Mm -hmm. Because for those who are watching the the video, there is a little uh, video component to it uh, when they are playing... The podcast. I've built a little website that they go to where they can see where they are on the map, they can see where the monsters are, and so on. And it also has their hit points and their items, and I guess their modifiers for strength, constitution, dexterity. Yeah, like we have like plus one, plus two, plus four for. I think it's just those three. I don't know if do we use constitution at all. Constitution. Oh, I, I remember. We, we have we, constitution. yeah because we did we used constitution uh remember the uh the attack that it was like mute or something that that inexplicably made us mm. run in oh, the yeah, incorrect yeah, direction yeah. and i think that was a constitution save but i don't constitution doesn't come up very yeah often. it doesn't come up <laughs> yeah, very often it's... it was rarely used but but it was kind of funny because valor i believe has the highest cons <laughs> he has like a, a five constitution modifier and he still screwed up yep call was it silence was that the one silence silence yep. yes which inexplicably well, at least silence does something, unlike some other square RPGs. <laughs> but yes, um, the stats are there, so when they roll, they know that they have um, their modifiers, because the actual stat doesn't really matter. I'm just concerned with, well, you have a plus four to dex or whatever. That's true of regular D&D most of the time, too, anyway. <laughs> yeah, everything is made up and the points don't... Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to make some of it seem on the outside more like uh, Secret of Mana. So like all of the skills, I took the name and what it does in the game 
and applied some conceptual rules that make it fit in a more D&D world. Um, they have hit points that are more in line with the game, although you guys haven't been leveling up in the same way that you would in the game. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it, it's an in-between that mostly resembles D&D, but on the outside looks like it has something to do with the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like if you put in Secret of Mana graphics on a D&D skin, yeah. I think is. Like, it's really based in D&D because I think that's a really familiar baseline yeah, most people. for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's really, like, D20-based yeah. <laughs> with some extra ones for, like, damage dealing, um, which is just, like, a pretty standard system for something where if you want to have a combat system that's kind of robust <laughs> um, but that doesn't feel, like, too... Because like uh, there are other reduced mechanics systems, but they they wouldn't really model RPG mechanics very well because they're usually like very like good bad, yeah. and that's just kind of a universal thing. Whereas D and D style stuff gives you a lot more flexibility in terms of like probabilities and damage outputs and stuff like that. Yep. But yeah, I just kind of uh, started with D and D and went at it with. Uh some customization so um do we want to look at the next question when you write for the show how closely are you attached to the story from the game is it like a one one when it comes to the story or do you do side branching events slash missions as well that's from cam yeah also from cam um from cam this is something that i struggle with a bit it's pretty much one-to-one what the story in the game is um and part of that uh i I originally thought we were going to do a bit more goofing around, extra stuff, but given the length of the show, that like we're already 15 episodes in and we're about halfway done, <laughs> um, yeah. that I decided to kind of, in some points, even uh, rush them along through the uh, the story or try to keep them focused on what they're supposed to be doing. And that kind of goes also into uh cam's next comment which in the chat came several minutes later but they're really kind of uh one one big old question or comment uh when when recording the podcast do you try and end it on a cliffhanger slash good note etc uh so that it keeps the listener hooked uh if so what do you do if certain parts of the session start to drag or goes too fast or you miss the ending mark um i've gotten a lot better at estimating what a starting and ending point for an episode is. Uh, Usually I plan this ahead of time, like what's going to happen in an episode. There's only been a couple where I skipped out early, or um, I think there was another one where I actually like crammed a little bit of the next episode into the current one. Um, Usually I do try to end on like either you guys just defeated a boss or you just went to a new location. I guess, yeah, I, I do kind of go for a cliffhanger good note of some sort. Uh, I don't just, like, end it and nothing really happened. You know, it's like uh, mm-hmm. either you guys just defeated a boss, you defeated a boss and then went to the next place where, oh, what's uh, Fana doing here at the ruins? You know, mm-hmm. either you guys were done or it leads into the next part. I think early on there were a couple episodes where we did like kind of split it in half. Yeah. But it was something like episodes three, four, and five were like two actual recording sessions that got spread out somehow or something like that. I'm not I sure. I don't think exactly. Think one I was be, a shorter episode. Oh, one was yeah. a shorter episode and then it got cut in. You think you can tell because I had two different microphones. So you can tell when it switches because I, yeah. I messed up my recording. Yeah, there was one episode um, where um, the it was so long that I did cut off physically the um, the recording and then attach it to the front of the next one. But mm-hmm. usually... Was that one of the ones where we got into the town? Because part town? of me feels like... There are it was, multiple. <laughs> it was the one like right oh, before the oh, sewer. Because yeah. I feel like we were in that town for a lot longer than the recording. Well, you just cut yeah. that out. <laughs> I yeah, think. Um, yeah, that could also of, be uh, it. Spontaneous slash creative moments. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spontaneous more than creative, I think. Um, I was trying to get the guys <laughs> to walk uh, from 
the house to the sewer. And instead they were like, oh, there's a fountain over here. Let's go look at it. Well, I'm going to wash my face. Well, I'm going to、oh, wash、yeah. my face. I'm going to wash my face too. And、uh, oh, look at this tree. Wow.、Uh, let, let's... They said it was to the east. So let's walk <laughs> off to the east. But there's like just a big field in that area. It's like, no, you're supposed to go south first <laughs> around the stairs and then east. And you guys are just kind of. Walking around, and I cut that whole <laughs> thing out, which, like, it's funny to talk about because to the listeners, they didn't hear the、so、whole bad, section but... where you guys just goofed off. It wasn't very funny. Like, Jenny's making it sound a lot more entertaining than it actually was. No, it was, it was super boring. It wasn't funny at all. It's funny now because、In、I remember doing this. It's comical.、Now. Um, it would have been awful to listen to. Like, I don't think there's any jokes. Oh, yeah. We were just trying、so、to. It was basically like us, like, is the fountain the thing、yeah. we're supposed oh, to do? Oh, because I think it did、is、say the... something about,、um, or I might have just. I think I spent too long explaining the scenery. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where it、yeah. felt like a Chekhov's gun situation. <laughs> I also don't think we realized that we were like on the outskirts of the、yeah. city. I seem to recall that we didn't really realize that we were basically in the city proper and that there was more stuff to explore. So it felt like, well, there, this fountain must be here in this field for、yeah. some reason because the rest of this is field. So this、yeah. fountain must be important. Like, I didn't want to just walk、yeah. by it. Again, I, I don't really <laughs>、yeah. remember that much, but I do remember that we cut that section out. Yeah. It's easier to run around in an actual video game. But, uh,. There have been a couple of episodes where it took longer than I expected, and、um, I just decided to have them end instead of getting to the boss, that they were like approaching the boss, and then I made it a, a cliffhanger instead of a good note. But for the most part, I try to plan these out, and what you hear on the recording is as it happened.、Uh, we started and ended there. Yeah, like we've been bringing up a lot of like stuff, but that's because those things are like the reason we can remember them so well is because they're pretty individualized and they don't really happen that often. I would say that maybe once every three episodes we have to do something weird to, to make something work, but like most of the time it's really just we're in and out 50 minutes adventure and it, it goes pretty smoothly or at least goes as you hear it. <laughs> mm hmm. I would like to say,、um, I do think in my, my episodes that I've been preparing、uh, for the return of Secret <laughs> of Mana season two, I will be encouraging a bit more outside the box thinking,、uh, some more、uh, methods to avoid things, and I will let you guys you know, skip more battles by goofing around and doing something. <laughs> or, nice. Yeah.、Um, and also, more. Role play less battle. Oh,、um, yes, thank God. Yeah, like more inserting a puzzle where there wasn't really one. You know, I want to see you guys、uh, play your characters more so than、uh, beat up a rabbi or whatever. <laughs> I mean, the, the combat, like minus boss battles, it is pretty scarce of you know, normal enemy fodder <laughs> encounters, relatively so, at least. I did have. Oh, man. Like. A lot of my episode summaries that I wrote out from the beginning have a lot of battles. Yeah, we just because cut them out. it's like, okay, yeah, you, you approach a corner and there's some enemies standing there like they were in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it does also, though, kind of make the, the central thing of like the world has been overrun ever since the sword came out. It's like, Has it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some bosses around, but like, if, you just, if you don't go into weird caves, you're usually pretty fine.、Yes. But that's part of it. It's just. I mean, this town is pretty safe. Perspective. Like, it's, it, yeah, it also it's kind of makes it a little silly、um, that, like, in the beginning, it was very turn by turn. Like,、uh, do you guys want to go along the path? Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yes, we go along the path. The, well, you guys go along the path. I think that's one of the things, one of the ways we've improved the most since we started is we've, we've streamlined things a lot more. We've removed a lot of the, the awkward clunkiness to how we interacted with the world around us, I think. Which I think、uh, is also a bit of a shame because it makes、uh, the beginning, like getting into the show, can be a little bit difficult、yeah. when、uh, it was a little slow and rough. I guess what I'm hoping for is. When I give you guys the, the beach episode or the hot springs episode or whatever I come <laughs> up with here shortly, that、um, maybe that will be a jumping in point for new people. 
mm-hmm. that's not really based on the plot, so you don't have to know where you came from or where you were going to get into this one mm. ridiculous episode. But then they will be willing to sit through the beginning uh, in order to find out what it's all about and we're also taking what we're learning here into the future like the rpg cast is not planning to go away once we finish the because i know in the in the past it's sort of been like we just sort of come up with this whenever we have one and then when it's a couple years later we have yeah (laughs) we've been talking about uh trying to keep this more regular kind of like hacks and slash you know part of it is like we really i really enjoy having like all these different shows and like doing one weekly podcast would be too much for me. I don't think I could do the same thing over and over again every <laughs> yeah. week. But having three or four monthly shows like is much more sustainable for me because it's like something different every week. But uh, one of the things we're going to be talking about this December, which should be the month that you're listening to this podcast, um, is seeing what we're going to do going forward with the RPG cast with Hacks and Slash, the regular podcast, and other ideas that we might have. So we're going to be carrying that into the future, and hopefully it'll help us hit the ground running on future video game adaptations into tabletop RPGs that uh, we're thinking about. (laughs) I cut something out of the video version of the podcast of the RPG cast. Of the first episode? Of the first episode, I don't know if you noticed that I cut a minute or two out of the very beginning of the episode. What was it? Welcome to Game Cola's port table. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. (laughs) It's gone. You know what? I I, I think it's all right. I don't (laughs) think it. It was a little. I just like RPG cast. It works. It's short and sweet. It's not a cringy pun. Although cringy puns are nice sometimes, we tried. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the fall for that one. I was the one really. I thought it would be cool to have a cool name for it to sort of differentiate so that people could understand. But I mean, I think it's it's pretty easy to pitch, and the GC RPG cast just sort of rolls off the tongue a lot better. But I mean, oh, isn't it much is it not game cola tradition for the first episode of a series to have yeah. a completely <laughs> different name than it ends up happening? Remember oh, when Hacks and Slash yeah. was briefly oh, yeah. known as Read It and We yes. one episode yep. before we realized yeah. there was already a fan fiction podcast with that exact name. Like, oh, we don't want to <laughs> get in trouble. <laughs> And and if if I remember correctly, this podcast, well, maybe this is like a, a superset of the original because Crystallis was the first of its kind, correct? Yeah. So Crystallis, yeah. that was what, back in the days of Crystallis, it was actually called the D and D cast. It was the yeah, Crystallis D and D cast, and then I believe so was mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy one. It was when we started yeah. doing like the maids, or was that the Pringles cast? Oh yeah, or, or something. I I, I get them all mixed up. Yeah. But I think Maids was Maids was early because Maids is fun but also pretty rough. Yeah. So Maids. Um, yeah. But Maids. I yeah, think Maids was where was, we switched uh, it to RPG cast or, or something something thereof. Mm-hmm. So I think even then this podcast has gone through at least one or maybe even two other name revisions uh, yeah. in that in that regard. So. You know, maybe if you're listening to this in two years, it could be called something completely different. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> by the time, well, sorry, what I mean to say is, if you're listening to this in two years, by the time we finish this show, it might be called <laughs> something completely different. I don't think it'll be two years before Secret of Mana is. No, no, I'm, I'm just I messing with it. It'll just be one more year. <laughs> I mean, at the rate, it's fine yeah. though, because I. Honestly, I I hate to go back to uh, the the previous topic, but I also think it, it's been it's been kind of nice to do something that's a little bit more long form. I think in the future it might be good to kind of condense some things down a little bit more than they are. But I mean, isn't it kind of in the spirit of a true? SNES JRPG to just be really <laughs> long and drawn out. Not necessarily deserving yes. to be so long and drawn out. It's just there's a lot of stuff in there. If you're going to pay 60 bucks, you're going to get 60 you're gonna hours get of 60, gameplay. You're going to get 60 bucks worth 60 of hours gameplay. make sense or not. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a 60-hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> 60 episodes. Yep, 60 episodes. Of- <laughs> $1 per episode. We're, we're changing to a subscription service. Yes. 
Oh god. Not really. Please don't please don't take my word for that. We're not. But yes. This has been the Secret of Mana RPG cast season two preview review. Not Thank to toot my own horn. I think this was a pretty good idea. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, this was good. I <laughs> oh, like yeah. this. This was fun time. Yeah. Joe, Joe was the one who came up with this. Uh, Joe was concept. the one who stole thanks, this idea. idea from an other podcast, but thanks. <laughs> from a pre-existing, much more popular <laughs> podcast. If you do what a popular podcast does, then you become popular, Look, right? we were That's doing it, yeah, RPG maybe. casts before it was cool. Oh, yeah. This the, is true. The Crystallis one is from, like, yeah, 2012. True. Yeah, Crystallis is old. Yeah. So, I don't want to hear it. The, it I came up uh, with my stuff, so Creature like. of the Forest without an actual name long before Justin McElroy did his two weeks ago. Grumble, grumble. <laughs> I'm not actually upset, but I think it's a funny coincidence. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. I'll let you... No, this yes. is your... Sorry. This is... I, I'm used to being the podcast <laughs> guy. Yeah. And podcast I feel like commander. it's my job to end it. But you end it, Jetty, is your is yes. your podcast. For Thank now. you for listening. For now. Yes. Can, can I ask a last minute question that I thought of while we were <laughs> doing this podcast? Sorry. I'm so sorry. What's up, I wanted to ask if this is like I know we don't have specific classes, but are these the roles that you guys are used to playing in like RPGs? I, I, or D&D? I kinda just play whatever I'm feeling like. I usually don't Sometimes I feel like, yeah, I just want to go brute strength. Other times I'm like, yeah, let's try some magic. I I kind of do just whatever looks cool at the time. I think it depends mostly on the game. What, How appealing does the game make a certain class look to me? I just pick whatever I think looks the coolest or seems the coolest occasionally i try and go against the grain and be like these are the the main classes but let's go ahead and be be a, a rogue or or some kind of off offshoot but i i think i just kind of pick whatever honestly i would have been fine with any of the characters in this podcast yes even harper <laughs> um i'm pretty much always a magic user it just sort of falls out that way uh most of my rpg time these days is spent dming more than anything but i usually end up being a magic character i just i like the idea of having like spells and like this like in general in media my favorite characters are like these swiss army heroes that have like this bag of tricks to like come up with weird solutions to mundane problems using magic so that's that's sort of what appeals to me but a lot of time i end up dming anyway so i kind of get to just i can play you know if i want to play a barbarian i can just add a barbarian npc and it's like that's what i am Mm -hmm. now i get to do this and i get to decide all of the conditions so that i can be cool with it because i'm in control yeah um so look forward to that in like two to three years when it's my turn to host the RPG <laughs> after all the other podcasts we have to get through that we have planned up um what about you anna i've mentioned before that this is not exactly my usual role of uh support mm-hmm. or healing i would say um, if anything that harper the way you play her at least kind of reads more like a monk in the sense that there's a lot yeah, of yeah no absolutely cool stunts <laughs> she is she is way more of a monk than i originally thought she was gonna be i think after episode one i was just like yep she's a monk now <laughs> that's that's what she is in dnd terms it's a monk but my usual go-to is not mm-hmm. this <laughs> my usual go-to is uh rogue and um or like just utility like mm-hmm. player I can open things most of the time is my <laughs> Just go-to. Like holds a jar. Harper could open a pickle jar. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> she could on the nice. first try. Um, she has a six-pack. But uh, she has a six-pack. It's like way different for me, and which is good because usually if I if ever I'm not the healer, I'm just like, well, I can't do anything to help anybody ever. But um, since I've branched out and started playing other classes i've gotten better at it like healing for the most part uh support i'm still not the best at but just healing getting better at um except myself apparently because i died (laughs) twice uh (laughs) but yeah this is definitely outside of what i usually do you guys remember that time that i played the guy that liked to punch things what (laughs) yes i I do oh yeah james i don't think you were there for that one 
Yeah, you came in on the tail end of that one. But yes, I remember very well you punching doors. And oh, it was great. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Best I remember. Now. 10 out of 10. I'm trying to remember who it was who was just like, hey, you should punch that. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will. I've completely forgotten what this thing is that you're talking about. Punching, what is this from? <laughs> Joe, you Jenny's were the one. Monk. You were the DM. Yeah, we're talking about your D and D campaign. Oh, we're not talking about a game. I DM'd first, and then you DM'd. Okay. Oh yeah, there I've was gone like off a one topic, shot. But yes, we're. T- yeah, the one shot I DM'd, and then the one that uh, Joe was yeah. doing. I have no recollection of this punching doors bit <laughs> before we split. Yeah, no, I, I definitely do. punched a door. No, it was we You're were in a haunted in a, mansion. I I ran you guys through that curse of Strahd thing, and, and then uh, my character got really afraid of a ghost spider thing and. I, I remember that. I just don't remember Jenny punching doors. I feel like I'm having a. I think it happened like um, an episode you before. Ghosts, I... You punched doors. It was great. Oh yeah, I punched a ghost. I remember you punched a ghost. Anyway, this is we're <laughs> yeah. we're veering Way wildly off of any sort of topic that anyone would be interested in listening to. No, yeah, Jenny's monk best character, <laughs> ten out of ten. Yes, thank you. Um, so yes, thank you everyone for listening. Um, to everyone who submitted questions and comments. Uh, I really appreciate them, and I actually uh, I enjoy talking about the system because there's a lot of effort that's gone in. Uh, mm. I mean, not just on my part, but also... Uh, but mostly on, on Jetty's part. Let's yeah. be real. Mostly on Jetty's <laughs> did, part, though. <laughs> oh, the people who are listening missed out on uh, all the conversation about the little website that I made to let everyone play this game that I made in JavaScript and um, so on. Uh, if you want... To be part of these sorts of discussions, once again, you can join us on Discord, where you can also submit questions and so on. Also for the regular podcast, if you're if you're one of those people who only listens on iTunes, we have an actual internet website where you can visit us, gamecola.net. You can read stuff. We also have things to watch. We have the Secret of Mana RPG cast, which you can watch. And it's actually a lot more exciting with the HP there. Like, listening... You don't really get a feeling for like, okay, they lost two hit points, they lost four hit points. But there's a lot of times where you guys are down at like seven hit points. It's stressful, of, actually yeah, seeing Yeah, out of 50. It. And I'm like, oh, wow. I know that I was keeping track, but like seeing it in video format, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you guys okay? Please eat a candy. Eat a candy. The answer is no. <laughs> if you're not watching uh, the video version, I wouldn't say you're missing out, but there is... Uh, something to be gained by uh, watching it. And uh, as we're going to be starting back shortly, uh, you can catch up on all the things you forgot, all the things that we were talking about here, the fun and silly moments. Um, You can go relive them in video format. Relive the magic. Relive the mana. (laughs) (laughs) Also, tell your friends about the show. Please. 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 (laughs) Somebody... We have a lot of fun, but like if we if we're only doing this for our own fun, we wouldn't be putting it on the internet. <laughs> yep. And it's important yeah. to know that word of mouth is like the main way that podcasts like get this get spread, and especially now that like everybody and their mother and their brother and their sister and their other brother uh, have a podcast, <laughs> which is cool because I'm down with everybody having podcasts. I think podcasts are neat. But um, recommendations to your friends are, like, the main way that this sort of thing gets spread. And it's cool to have, like, a little thing that you can share with your friends. Like, we both know about this cool show, and we can talk about it. That's what I do with my shows, with podcasts that I listen to with my friends. And I enjoy it. And I think you will, too. Also, I want to thank everybody for the reviews that, and uh, oh, yeah. ratings that you've left on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I I check those pretty frequently because I have a compulsion to watch numbers increase. <laughs> not even if they're they're not related to anything. It helps when they're related to things, but it's just a general compulsion of mine. Um uh, but I I've, I've been really uh excited to see that people are engaging with the show on iTunes and it means a lot to me. So thank you. I like to look at the uh search terms that people have used they land them on game cola somebody searched today for he's heating up nba jam he's heating up (laughs) oh my he's on fire (laughs) i get what they were going for but when it's read out loud he's heating up nba jam 
just yes. I just imagine a guy I just a guy imagine with the NBA jam cartridge stuck on a stick roasting over a fire That's like what a I was thinking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> NBA jam. Yes. If only there was some sort of article series, some column that would show the funniest moments of people searching for weird things in game call and putting them into visual form. Yeah. Man. Oh well. If only. Terrence Atkins, be careful what you search for. GameCola.net, the video game website, the video game. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> it's time to end the podcast. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we tried ending it. Isn't that normal for a GameCola podcast? Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Look forward to the next few months when we hopefully play more and finish one day. Actually, hold on. I want want to share with you guys because... Is the the show over? Yeah, it's over. Okay. Okay. Uh, which if you're listening on iTunes, whops, um, which if you're listening, <laughs> I mean, did yeah. you guys hear me? Yeah, I, yeah. we did hear that. <laughs> okay. I was ready to ignore it until you said All right, something. all you guys who are listening on iTunes, boom, stop it. Yeah. Join the Discord. <laughs>